When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But rain, man. Come on. Cuz. Cuz a roo. Cuz a roo. Uh, Carl has uh, one of my favorite podcasts ever. Who are these podcasts? It's called Run by a guy called Carl. Who are these podcasts? And it's a podcast review. I was on Who Are These Podcasts yesterday. It's a great no. show. Have you ever listened to it? I have not. It's a quality show and they have good <laughs> ideas. It's kind of like Jocktober, but. With, with really um, no redeeming quality whatsoever. <laughs> you guys are concise and brutal. Yeah, he just mercilessly rips on people. Some of it's quite hilarious. You don't have to listen to shitty podcasts. You do it for us. You do it. Ooh. These guys are making some fucking points here. I like what they're saying. You like what they're saying. It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. It's showtime. <laughs> W-A-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, bag slappers and cousaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show featuring Doug and Anthony that people will actually hear. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, the hosts of the Who's Right Podcast. We have Doug. Howdy, sir. Welcome back, Doug. And making his W-A-T-P debut, we have Anthony. Hello. Anthony, welcome to the show. I want to tell everyone to go to whoarethese.com, get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our Patreon. Our first bonus episode came out on Halloween to a raving review. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a podcast called Your Favorite Band Sucks. This is a suggestion from Doug and Anthony, although we have discussed this on our show before. I know Croge is a big fan of the show. We've all listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is the show with two guys, Mark and Tyler, and what they like to do is break down why a band that people like that's very popular sucks. So these episodes are pretty short and to the point. Uh, they move along pretty quickly. I think we listened to a few episodes to get the feel of what this is all about. Yeah, I, I listened to Led Zeppelin, Nirvana, and uh, one other, Beastie Boys. Okay. Yeah, so I listened to R.E.M. and Pink Floyd, but I've also been listening to the show for quite a while, so I've heard a, a, quite a few of these episodes. Awesome. I listened to Beastie Boys, Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, R.E.M., Queens of the Stone Age, and bits and pieces of Tears for Fears and some other things. So very familiar with the show on this one. We've all listened to multiple episodes. And these guys, their their whole job is to just shit on the band at every possible angle. Do you guys, one of you guys have a clip that sums up the show for you? The show is, it's just bad sound quality, horrible editing. It's just a couple of guys are going out of their way to take things out of context and then shit on the smallest detail for an hour. <laughs> I, see, your favorite I see band, where this is going. <laughs> your favorite band sucks does the exact same thing. 
yeah, okay. Why the fuck you got to cut me off? Right. Sorry, my, sorry. Uh, my number 26. It was just too easy. I know, I know. Later, everyone's fucking falling asleep or passed out on the fucking ground. Well, here's what's really funny. And what I'm talking about is Paige will be like, internet? Yeah. And then Plant will be like, so that is not edited by me at all. It is just, it's like it's copy, paste, copy, paste. They shorten. There's no breaths. There's no spaces. It, it is anxiety ridden. for. I me. wrote that note down too, that the editing, while I love that they edit the show and I encourage other podcasters to do that, it's very unnatural. It doesn't <laughs> sound like they even recorded this show in the same day. I have a feeling these guys would suck live, which is funny because they talk about bands that are great live and they would probably suck. I don't think they recorded this at the same time. I think one person recorded their track and then the other one just recorded to the track. That's what it sounds like. So so I didn't clip this because I <clears throat> I missed it the first time around, but I remember hearing them say in one of their outros that they had just went back and remastered <clears throat> every, every episode for better sound quality. Oh boy. <laughs> so that's what we're hearing here. This is the remastered version. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. These are the remastered versions. <laughs> Yikes. Anthony, what do you have that sums up the show for you, buddy? I got, I sent you a clip called show show summary and pretty much sums it up for me. And they're super boring. That's not music. This is the same thing. They went to the store and bought some fucking guitars and plugged them into the same amps and said, this is a unique sound, just us. It's an abrasive, annoying, childish song. There are points in this band's discography where they are making just some of the worst music that's ever been made. If you have to listen to it 20 times to start to appreciate it, it's not fucking good. That song sucks, dude. Everything about this album sucks. Yeah. But it's produced really well because it's just abrasive. It's so bad. It's embarrassing. This album fucking sucks. I can't make it through the whole thing. Uh, they're the most depressing band ever. All right. Our job here is done. Very good, Anthony. <laughs> there you, there nice you work. Go. That pretty much sums up the whole show. That is the show right there. That sums it up. You know what I found annoying about this? And I understand why, but they don't play any of the music that they're talking about. And I find that incredibly annoying because here you're you're trying to break down why this vocal part sucks or why this guitar riff is terrible, and you can't talk about it. You can't play it and reference it. It makes it I don't know. It, it just it, it's missing an element that it needs very desperately. They they do one better than that though. If you play my number twenty five, okay, they're talking about Robert Plant wailing about trying. <laughs> Trying to get laid all the while being a oh, dork girl. that read oh, girl. every Lord of the Rings book probably five times. Woman! <laughs> I was wondering, I was honestly thinking about this coming. There's been no laughs! What do you mean? I was... None! You didn't think the Robert Plant impression was spot on, Doug? Is that what you're trying to say? So I, I broke this down into uh, your favorite band sucks editing, and then there's a column called bad hosting, and then another one called annoying. And it, the annoying one is like 30 clips. That's the winner. <laughs> <laughs> I My clip number 32, it really sounds to me like they copied his laugh and then pasted it again about two seconds later. It, 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 if you overlap the waveforms, they are identical. Whistles music, you right. know. If you do, well, I don't know what to say to you. Uh, <laughs> I can't help you, probably. But it's clearly not about that. It's right. about the murder, death, suicide. Oh, weird. <laughs> so they're taking an annoying element of the show and then pacing it in so that it's there more often than it would have been. <laughs> Is that the theory that we have? Is that what we're running with here? 
I think it's proven. Don't think yeah. it's a theory. Yeah, good point. We have the evidence right here. So I don't know if you you guys know this or not, but these guys were actually, I mean, this this podcast is kind of big. They were in, uh, was it Wall Street Journal, I think? I do know that. They talk about it quite a bit. Yeah. So that's, that's <laughs> clip, clip, clip number nine is where I... I'm pretty sure someone has called me a sellout on Twitter for being in the Wall Street Journal. You can say no, and they'll write about you anyways, or you can look sexy as hell in a photo, which is what Mark and I chose to do. <laughs> photo credit is next yeah. to the picture. Shout so, out that guy. Yeah, if you're around town in Nashville, I'm pretty sure that dude works freelance, mm -hmm. so hit him up. So, so they gave a photo credit, a, 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 a shout out to a guy that did their photo set for wall street that's fucking weird man that what? is weird is anybody gonna look this guy up like i heard it on a podcast that you do you're a freelance photographer <laughs> i like i like how that. it translates from being in the wall street journal how that correlates to patrons on patreon yeah um because you you will be guaranteed apparently 11 patrons if, <laughs> if you're, you're featured in the, in the wall street, street journal. journal is that how many they have yeah so I noticed, and I don't have this clip because I didn't clip very much today, but they hold do. On, hold on. Don't it feel good that you can now patron shame people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll go one better than that. I noticed they, they did an ad read and they said, okay, we have an ad coming up. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what who's advertising on their show. It's for some pinball place in Nashville. They're doing a <laughs> local fucking ad spot. Like, hey, go down to this place and play pinball. Like, what the fuck kind of podcast is this? So I, I actually clipped one of those reads. Oh, good. And what, what I wanted to do is see if you'd be willing to play it and how long you'd be able to sit through it. Cause it goes on for some time. All right. It's number 27. Number? All right. He sounds more like a witch than Stevie Nicks. Mm-hmm. It's just rough. Witchy. He's a witchy man. All right. We're breaking in here with the first of our paid advertisements on the Your Favorite Band Sucks podcast from No Quarter, a new pinball spot in East Nashville. Folks, if you love pinball, there is nowhere else in this entire area that is nearly as cool as No Quarter. I don't know how many machines they have. I probably should have figured that out. I'm going to guess like 15. There are no quarters. You get tokens in there, and you get some tokens with every all one right. of the drinks that you order. All, that right. You all, right. all right. I, I get it. They, they go through the entire menu if you're interested. In <laughs> I remember. I listened to this already. Holy fuck. So, what a weird ad that is to hear on a podcast. Like, hey, I wasn't planning on going to Nashville, but maybe I should. This place has 15 <laughs> pinball tables? 15? Holy shit. The, the first part of your clip reminded me of... I clipped their, their theme song. Now, I, I I wouldn't consider myself a musician, but I I, I it's not good. I, I, if you're going to make a, a podcast about music, you should at least put a little bit of effort into your fucking theme song. So I clipped their theme song. If you want to play that, I just put it as theme song. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> that's the worst fucking theme well, song I've ever heard. Well, the way these guys carry on and on about how all of these bands that are really good actually suck. I didn't listen to the Beatles one because I probably just would have rolled my eyes too much. So... These guys say, oh, that sucks, this sucks, that riff sucks, that drum sound sucks. So I'm thinking, well, what do you guys do that's so great? Like, I talk about podcasts suck, and I put it out on an amazing podcast. So I have some credibility. <laughs> so I want to know, what do these guys do that's so amazing they have the right to say that Led Zeppelin and the Beastie Boys suck? And I happen to have exactly that. 
Drugs. All right, so they're pretty good. <laughs> I can't make fun of that. It's a good song. So, so I don't know about what they do that that makes them able to, to do this or whatever. But if you play my clip number one, I've got I've got a little story that kind of goes with that. REM is easily one of the most derivative bands that I've ever heard. And for people who don't know what that word means, it yeah. means they're copying people. <laughs> so they used the word derivative mm-hmm. as a cut down for REM. Yeah. And then they had to tell everybody what derivative means. So if I, I went back a little ways and there's an, I found an article called your favorite band sucks, a guide to musical contrarianism from 2005. So these guys literally just ripped off an article that they read on the internet in 2005 and nope made it into shit. a podcast. Oh, that's a, not a bad idea. I, I mean, I ripped off uh, Jack Tober, so I like it. Yeah, but, but but do you call other podcasts derivative for ripping other people off? I mean, that they, they literally called somebody else for being derivative. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does. Doug's like, I've listened to a lot of these episodes. He does. He does. I, he I, I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt here, you know? <laughs> you know, that leads me to a question that I have, because, Anthony, you famously talk about you've never listened to WATP, but you knew to say WATP in the beginning. Maybe it was peer pressure. I don't know. Are I you love fam- your show, Carl. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar I, with the show format or not. I just have to shut off the Opie parts because I just can't do it. Oh, wow, well, you're you're. I got bad news for you, buddy. We have a lot to talk about today. <laughs> a lot of Opie today. I, I was surprised you didn't jump in on this. You know, one of the hosts is the son of David Allen Coe. Okay. Do you, Do you know I, who that is? I I don't, and I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, I, I just assumed you would know who David Allen Coe was. He he wrote uh, "Take This Job and Shove It." I'm sure you heard the song. Sure. Yeah, that's probably his most favorite song, famous so, song, I guess. So play play my number eight. This is them talking about the Beastie Boys' "License to Ill" album. So that's interesting. I didn't know that these guys. I thought that they just went by clip. their. I, <laughs> I thought I didn't do any research into who these guys are. I thought they just went by their first names. I didn't know that you actually could look up. Who they are. It's so. in the Washington Street Journal article. Oh, right. Should have looked at that. Okay. Here, here's your number eight. Ill now. We're powering through this. We don't give a fuck. It's late. It's late. It's super late. The album License to Ill was originally supposed to be titled Trigger Warning. I'm not joking. If you can't handle, uh, I don't know, oh, offensive speech. This is history here. We're not making this shit up. The title of this album was supposed to be Don't Be a Faggot. That was really what it was going to be called. Not joking. I don't think it would have held up. Really? In time. Do you think not? It would have probably not gone down in the history books. I think you're probably right about that. Call me crazy. And yeah, they have apologized for this. The whole group seems to have thrown themselves pretty hardcore into anti-hate speech efforts to make amends for all of this. So every one of you who is all about forgive and forget, you do your thing. Here's my thing. I may forgive. I never forget. So keep in mind, like I said, his dad is David Allen Coe. So he was making that statement into a microphone that was probably paid for by this song. Play my number six. It's enough to make a man throw up. Sure is hard to figure how any decent girl could ever fuck a crazy nigger. 
holy shit, I don't think these guys have a leg to stand on. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, so I, I pulled some I, I I pulled a couple of lines from the Wikipedia article about that same thing, but your your clip summed it up better than I could. <laughs> holy shit. I wrote down in my notes and I listened to the Beastie Boys thing and they kept going on and on about how offensive License to Ill is. And I listen, I agree. That album does not hold up. It's terrible. But I listened to that album with my kids. Yeah, it, it's not these guys are being such PC babies about it. And they're like, well, they apologized over and over again about this. And I'm like, what are they apologizing for? They were they were young men making a goofy... It's a ridiculous record. It's meant to be funny. Mm-hmm. When they say things like uh, this line... I did it like this. I did it like that. I did it with a wiffle ball bat. You fucked a girl with a wiffle ball bat? Yes, that's the joke, dummy. <laughs> the joke is that he fucked a girl with a wiffle ball bat. And they're like, this is crazy. Like, no, that's a funny fucking lyric in a song. And by the way, if you want to talk about crazy... Opie on Opie and Anthony actually did fuck girls with wiffle ball bats. If you remember his conversation with Mike Sappho. I want to I test your ONA knowledge because you are a super fan. Okay. We haven't taken advantage of that of, over the last year with this podcast. Name four things that Opie and Anthony did with the girls' snatch. Wiffle ball bat challenge, of course. That was oh, a oh, I forgot one. about that oh, one. Oh, really? <laughs> in a way, I forgot. Yeah. And that was in a glass box. It, uh, the girls took that seriously. They would see the line on the bat and go, oh, I could beat that. That was a legendary bit, the wiffle ball bat challenge. That was the that was the one. Yeah, yeah. That was the one when you would drive and you feel uncomfortable, like and you would sit back, like oh boy. But that's I would go to Yankee games with my dad and we would listen all the time. And whenever that comes on, that's like a bonding experience with the pops. Sure, sure. Yeah, so that was a good one. I think I just triggered the fuck out of these guys if they happen to be listening to WATP right now. Like what? I hated the lyric about it. This guy actually did that to girls. Yes, <laughs> so it's, on the radio it's, as a bitch. It's funny when it's funny when the Beastie Boys talk about it. It's gross when he talks yes. about it. Well, because he's actually fucking doing it. <laughs> what do you think the chances are that Opie is the missing Beastie Boy? Like, I wonder if we can get him photoshopped on an album cover or something. He's he's the one who's actually less talented than Mike D. It's hard to do. <laughs> Uh, from that that Beastie Boys episode, and it's in that same rant, I think. My clip number 10, I, I thought it was funny. He goes on this rant about how that album should have never been made because they stole the culture from black people, and oh, geez, then they yeah. start talking about shit that whatever. But play my number 10. Don't remember the NWA song where they said, we need to write a song about fighting for our rights to party. Mm-hmm. Not not anything else, like, I don't know, live a comfortable life, not get shot by cops. You got to fight for your right to not get shot by a cop. <laughs> you got to you gotta fight yeah. for your right yeah. to survive. Yeah. yeah. See, dude, you should. You should. <laughs> your mom threw away your best bulletproof vest. Think about that for one fucking second, though. You hijack this music and then you take your platform. <laughs> and you put out a song about how you have to fight for your right to party. I don't know about you, but that sounds like white privilege to yeah, me. It depends on who the you is in this situation. If the you that they're talking to is me, white kid, yeah, maybe I do feel like I have to fight for my right to party. Yeah, it was for you, the white kid, you <laughs> yes. stupid prick. Right. <laughs> No fun allowed. I know. What are they talking about? What kind of lens are they going back and and viewing this through? The Beastie Boys were the goofiest bunch of goofballs. No one was taking this shit seriously. If I remember right, during their concert, they used to bring this big blow-up dick, and it would shoot out shaving cream from the tip of it. You're thinking of Guar? They were looking for a Guar. No, the Beastie Boys did it, too. I believe it. Uh, I always get Beastie Boys and Guar mixed up. <laughs> we all do. It's like, was that a Guar song or Beastie Boys? I can't remember. 
no sleep till broken. I can't remember which one was it. So, so yeah, so I've got number thirteen, and, and then it should lead right into number fifteen. I probably should have put them together. That was that was my fault. There was one time where I had a double CD case. Can't remember what came in it, but I took all that shit out, threw it away, and then I put two copies of Appetite for Destruction just in case I fucked one of them up. I don't even have a good analogy off the top of my head to describe how shitty this is. The the editing on that, first of all, the editing on that was just fucking atrocious, and it was just him talking. Yeah. It was just, it was so cut up. Anthony, like, it, like just, he recorded the whole thing on at five different times. Just you know? re-say the sentence. Right. That's all you have to do. If you, that's what you want to have on your podcast, just record it again and say all those words in a row. It's that fucking easy. He's, he's bitching about the way Pink Floyd used to record, and they would take each part of the guitar solo and place them all together. That's what your uh -huh. podcast is, you dummy. <laughs> did did you okay so in the three episodes that i listened to it was that same they they did that quite a bit they would say a sentence and then re-say the sentence a different way and then say it a different way but it was it was ad nauseum you know yeah. five six times i from the led zeppelin one they were talking about led zeppelin sucks because they can go on youtube and see 10 year olds covering the oh, music yeah that was stupid so, yeah yeah so play my number 11 okay imagine People thinking and considering you to be the greatest rock band of all time. So I think it's probably fair to say that Led Zeppelin is considered by most, by many, to be the greatest rock band of all time. And yet there are seemingly infinite numbers of videos of 10-year-olds covering your music <laughs> perfectly. And then 12. If a 10-year-old or younger, actually there are... Plenty of videos of literal children playing your songs as good as you do. Yeah. Maybe you're not that talented and maybe you're not that good. Then number 13. Kids can do this. If a kid can play your guitar riff and drum parts we flawlessly. Show me an eight-year-old kid who yeah. can sing like George <laughs> Jones and then I'll lose my mind over some shit. Okay. All right. <laughs> This is so stupid because what they're not understanding, first off, whatever bands they do, like 10-year-olds can play that shit too. I've seen not a 10-year-old play Eddie Van Halen licks, so it's, that has nothing to do with anything. What they're not understanding, and I'm not even a big Led Zeppelin fan, and I agreed with most of the things they said on that episode, what they're not understanding is it's the writing of the riff in the first place, you fucking moron. It's the fact that they wrote, well, okay, Led Zeppelin didn't write a lot of their songs, but the fact that these guys write the songs that they, all these little kids cover is the hard part. It's not playing I, it. I don't even think that I, I think you you might be missing something. Yeah. It doesn't matter if if the, you could write the simplest riff in the world if somebody enjoys it. Isn't that what it's supposed to be about? Well, maybe we're getting a little bit too meta. <laughs> so if you enjoy music, you, you're supposed to enjoy it on a level where, man, that was really hard to write. Right. But, if that's the case, then we'd all just be listening to Yes or Mozart. Like there's there's simple music that's good. It's okay. Yeah. Yes. I, see, I didn't realize that this, this was a son of a country music racist. So I want to play a clip that was during the Led Zeppelin show that pretty much takes any credibility these guys might have critiquing rock bands and rock musicians and throws it out the window. I think you can listen to good folk music. You can listen to good country music, too, by the way, because country music is better than every rock and roll band that has ever existed. Oh, Okay. So you guys are making fun of rock bands that are popular because you don't like the genre of rock and roll. That would be like if I started a podcast where I just shit on child porn. 
Now, I'm not a fan of child porn. <laughs> I hate all of it. So what am I going to know? I, like, I, I hate all this child porn. This all sucks. You would need like an aficionado of child porn to come on. Someone who's a connoisseur who could really point out what's good or what's bad about, you know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. Doug, did you want to jump in here? Or? Well, I, he, was, he was in the middle of talking. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I stepped out. It, it was a joke about you being a aficionado of child porn, buddy. Oh, okay. I get it. <laughs> a little too close to home, Anthony. <laughs> But is that ridiculous, though? These guys are shitting on rock bands, and then the guy goes, I don't even like rock music. Well, okay. Then stop doing your show. We're good. We get it. You hate all rock bands. Fine. I I hate opera. I Don't talk about it at all. It's fine. The the guy does a, uh, a country music podcast. I don't know if you knew that or not. He's got a podcast called uh, Cocaine and Rhinestones or Rhinestones and Cocaine or something like that, where they he goes through the <clears throat> stories of country music, history of country music. And then never talk shit about country music on this particular <laughs> podcast. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's almost like there's a bias. Yeah, <laughs> right. Almost. <laughs> so going back to how I, I talk about them repeating all the time, my, my clip number 37, this was all taken in a, about a matter of 90 seconds. Huge tour with them. Tour. The tour. Up okay. on the tour. It was that fucking tour. Legendary tour. This is the tour. This shit. is the tour. Vana on that tour. And they just won't do the tour. So what are this they show about? was enough to drive me fucking nuts. Yeah. And it, it wasn't even them talking shit about the, the music. I mean, I, I'm fine with that. It's the way that they choose to do it. I actually agree with a lot of the things they say. Most of these bands suck. I, I agree with that. But I just can't get behind these guys because they're such fucking assholes. You know what's funny? I have in my notes over here because this show is contrarian. It's very similar to Who Are These Podcasts in a lot of ways. I think there's probably some overlap with uh, listeners. I have in my notes here that if I lived in Nashville or these guys lived in Rochester, there's a really good chance we'd be friends. (laughs) There's a really good chance I would hang out with these guys and just shit on people with them. Yeah, as long as you didn't record it. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So they're... I would like to... uh, Give a, a huge shout out to their editor. I actually contacted the person that edited their show. Oh, good. And I sent a random episode of WATP over there Great. just to have them kick it back and take out some of the gaps and tighten it up a bit. Oh, thanks for doing that. Good. Yeah, play, play my number 34. All right. Who are these WATP. Hello and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts. I'm your host, Carl. With me, as always, is Joe. Hey, Carl. Thanks for having me back. Today, we'll be reviewing a podcast (laughs) called Who's Right. So let's get into it. Two hosts of the show are Anthony and Doug. Our audience never heard these guys, so you're going to get our take on your show. That's true. Our audience has definitely never heard this show. And they probably never (laughs) will again. 100%. So here is my take on the show, Joe. They're purposely making a shitty podcast. So please join us again next week because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all, who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Farting in the mush pits of morning radio. It's a lot better the than back, the original. The old backhanded plug. <laughs> yeah. I like that edit, though. I think that that's, we should do that. I'm going to turn whatever we do today into about a seven and a half minute long. No, how about this? How about a nine minute long podcast? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. I like it. Nice job on so, that. So what you, you were talking about how you, you might be friends with these guys. I had a clip that kind of it reminded me of that sort of this. This clip made me think of your show, actually. Okay. Uh, my clip number two. 
90% of bands, I would yeah. say, are not necessary. Okay. That's how I feel about podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I feel like that's how you feel about podcasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nailed it with that. This show made me feel bad because I'm like, man, is that is that what I sound like? Yes, that is exactly <laughs> what you sound like. Um, one oh, of the, the things that I picked up on is they have a, a sense of humor or a comedy style where they're they're pretty subtle. They'll drop a joke in and then move on along. Yeah. If you num my number nine. Okay. It's like two and three year olds just being shitty. And then they decided they're going to put out music. Nobody would do that unless they were trying to be annoying. And here's my thing. I don't understand why anyone would try to annoy other people on purpose. Yeah. That's, that's why, why would you, what kind of person would sit down and be like, okay, you know what we should do? We should do a thing that we know for a fact is going to annoy people. Yeah, and then they actually take the time to record it. Like, who? They actually record it. No, but, like, what kind of person would do that? I don't know. Who would do that? Bad people. Why would you want to annoy other people? I don't get it. Think about the time that it takes to actually decide to do it. Do you not have something better to do? Yeah. What the fuck? You can't find something better to do with your time? That's a fair question. It's just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. No, I don't either. I don't think I'll ever get it. I think it's really shitty, to be honest. It's not for me. You know, I can say that. Sure. I can say that. I can say that. Sure. I can say that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are saying it. (laughs) Yeah. I agree with that. I can say that. It's not for me either. Oh, my God. I wonder if you can get them to do an episode on the isotopes. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that'd be a lot of fun. That would have to be called the band you never heard of sucks. <laughs> uh, of course, it wouldn't be a podcast by a bunch of young pieces of shit if they didn't make comments about Led Zeppelin being old, play number 14. I think part of it, though, goes back to something that they have an advantage over most other bands. Dinosaurs still existed when they started. <laughs> Pretty sure that Jesus himself tried out to be in the band. You mean actual Stegosaurus dinosaurs? Yeah, that's how fucking old they are. Yeah. Oof. You mean actual Stegosaurus? <laughs> yeah. You fucking. You're not talking Damn. about Jurassic Park one. You're talking about <laughs> actual dinosaurs. That's the joke, dummy. Yes, that's the fucking joke. I, I I get the impression that these guys are just fucking. Just, they're just nerds. If you play my number 10. <laughs> I think you might be onto something. It would be like if we decided that every shoegaze band was exactly. also a prog band. <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> every shoegaze band was a prog band. Shut the fuck up. You don't it's have conversations. Pokemon. I have conversations like that all the time. I don't know what you're talking about. No, it's cool. That's I was just kidding. I liked what they had to say about <laughs> Led Zeppelin. I have always hated Robert Plant's over singing of everything. And the fact that they're praised, even though they just rip off other people's songs. But the one thing that they did say they liked about Zeppelin, it was the only thing I heard positive out of all the shows that I listened to, was they said, John Paul Jones is amazing. And I 100% agree with that, too. I, on, the, on the Zeppelin one, I was like, all right, these guys are making some sense here. The other episodes, it sounds like they're trying really hard to be contrarians for almost no reason whatsoever. So do you, do you agree with them when they state that John Bonham wasn't a good drummer? Well, John Bonham's a great drummer, but I did like the point that they say, whenever somebody says why he's good, it's like, he hits his drums really hard. That's what everybody says. Yeah, that is a stupid reason to say a guy's a good drummer. I got that as number 20 if you want that. Sure, let's do it. I'm so serious right now. When you ask someone what makes John Bonham such a good drummer, they start talking about how hard he hits his drums. Yes, yes, yes. I don't find that to be an impressive trait of a drummer. No. 
Speaking of John Bonham, he this is him referencing his dad. That's what I took from it, my number 24. Bottle of WD-40. John Bonham seems like a genuinely unpleasant person to even be around. I have stories, but I'm not going to share them. But there's oh. really not a lot to talk about there. It's just like... I've got stories. You're like 17, you prick. <laughs> and by the way, if you really have stories... And you're not going to share them? Then shut the fuck up. What? How does that add anything to the conversation? He could have just said, uh, you know, John Bonham was a real prick, and my dad used to be famous. Yeah, that would have made sense, too. <laughs> Let's get back into this PC culture that they're in. And maybe it's just they're younger kids, and that's how people are brought up these days. But the fact that they're such babies, they're talking about Queens of the Stone Age. Their biggest album of all time is an album called songs for the deaf and this is their take on why queens of the stone age sucks if those guys put this album out with this title in the year 2019 mainstream culture would eat them alive definitely be a little bit more offensive songs for the deaf yeah uh, which one of you guys is hearing impaired <laughs> oh none of you are hearing impaired yeah cool have you heard of twitter so the fact that it wouldn't pass the mustard in 2019 is a reason to hate the band what does that have to do with anything? Who gives a shit? I, I think it should make you hate the culture more than yes! anything. Yes! <laughs> if anything, you should be like, God, 2019 sucks! Yes. You can't put an album called Songs of the Deaf and people are going to jump all over you? This fucking, this is a weird <laughs> world we live in. Instead, they're yeah. like, fuck those guys. They'd get in trouble if they did that today. And I'd like to see you, them get in trouble. Are you standing by your statement that you think you'd hang out with these guys? No, I, I take it back. It's fucking, <laughs> fucking dorks. <laughs> Oh, I don't, I don't like the lyrics from that Beastie Boys song. It's very offensive. They stole the culture from black people. Did they? So, so I might have, I might have clipped this out of context. Uh, maybe not. If you want to play my number seven. All right. I'm a better fan of this band than you are. I understand them on a deeper level. Yep. <laughs> might have been out of context, Probably but out you of know. Context. Play number twenty-one. This is him uh, uh, spelling the words that he's saying to another. The quality the quality of makes a good drummer what what and actually let me spell the word that i'm saying right now it's not what w-h-a-t it's w-a-t it's h-w-h-a-t it, <laughs> what you didn't think that was a dynamite joke doug <laughs> no you know i i didn't think it was a a very good joke at all except if you've seen the movie hot rod you can appreciate a little bit of it but yeah I don't know if you just want to blow through these these clips or Let's move do on. it. Let's do it. We have a lot to talk about today. Let's blow through your clips. All right. Uh, number 28, this is uh, the host being super fucking annoying. It's a, it's a good clip of him talking and the way he stretches out his word like a 14-year-old a girl. <laughs> I don't know the damn name. It's spirit. It's It's crazy. Go ahead. Do you have any idea how much fucking gall it takes to just take songs from the other bands who are playing on the same bills as you. You had to no. slow that down. <laughs> Fuck yourself and your racist father. <laughs> and why is he shouting that down a tunnel to the microphone? What is this technique that they're... It doesn't make it... And I, I'm not saying I have the world's best studio over here, but these guys were in the Wall Street Journal, I heard. Shouldn't they have decent audio quality? So if you play my number 11, this is the clip that made me really 
look into myself because this 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 hurt me. Anthony, I, I got to stop you right there. Uh, you listen to the show on purpose. Uh huh. No, no. You, I'm saying that you I, mentioned I, I, that I, you are I, a fan of the show. No, 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 no. When when I heard this, it made me do some introspection into the the, the way that I think. All right, right? good, good. You could definitely say I like that record from a production standpoint without saying you like the record. That is the most douchey thing yes. you can ever say. And I think I might have actually ever said said that to somebody in my life. <laughs> and it made me feel like D -d -d I really sound like a fucking douche when I say these things. Okay, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. So I, I play in a lot of bands and I'm in the music scene and I'm constantly watching friends or acquaintances play their songs and we're playing shows together. And when I don't like somebody's music, my compliment is always, you guys sounded great. Great mix. Really, really. Every, you could hear every instrument out here. Sounded really great. That, that's the same thing as that. It's like, well, the production of the record's good. I mean, uh, they got that going for them. I, I like how my number 15 is, is how they're describing that you know a, a band is good or music is good if they get good reviews. Well, here's what I really love is as old as they are, the people whose job it was to talk about music always hated them. This band did not get good reviews. This band got terrible reviews because it's very bad music. Oh, that's a good point. They're talking to both sides of their mouth. They're like, well, the Beastie Boys got good reviews. Those reviewers are fucking idiots. And then they go, oh, the reviewers nailed it with Zeppelin. They said that they sucked and they were right. <laughs> like, well, which is it? Who cares? So, so let me read this. It goes, it goes right along with that. Okay. Uh, in, in, in 2000, Co, his father, toured as the opening act for Kid Rock, and the New York Times published an article by journalist Neil Strauss, who described the material on Nothing Sacred and Underground album as among the most racist, misogynist, homophobic, and obscene songs recorded by a popular songwriter. Wow. So, that's a review of your father, buddy. <laughs> I kind of want to check out this guy's music now. I feel like I'm missing out on something. Sounds like shit I would like. Anthony, you got more, or you want me to just keep plugging through these? Uh, so I got, I've got one clip that uh, I, I would kind of say it uh, plays out everything that I, I, I've got. Number twelve. I found a couple of quotes. I didn't write them down because they weren't that great. <laughs> I've got a couple quotes. <laughs> I didn't write them down. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up for me. <laughs> hey, uh, Doug, real quick before we play your clips, I got a bunch of clips, but I didn't clip them. All right, what do you got? All right, yeah. <laughs> My number 30 is, it, it's going back to, I feel like one of them, probably the son of the racist dad, doesn't necessarily care that he has a co-host. He just talks and then talks over and over and over the other one. Cobain. No, you can't, because this shit's never going to fucking happen again. It's not. This grunge thing happened once. Are they the, the forefront of grunge? I mean, I think a lot of people would say no. they, they were like the band that created grunge. Fuck, uh, no. That is a very common thing. Definitely not that. Uneducated people. All right. Um, first of all, no. I can sit you down with 10 records that came out before. And my number 23 is along the same lines. That guy sounds like an unfunny Tony Hinchcliffe. All right, here we go. Bar, like on the ocean. Oh, you're going to hear it so loud. I feel like I, I feel like you should take the you should take the time. How? How? The thing is, it will ruin. How does this make it through to the Okay, how the f Doesn't it sound like they're recording in an empty gymnasium? Yeah, I was just going to say <laughs> they have a mixing board there with the reverb knob cranked all the way up. 
That's not for podcasts, dummy. <laughs> That's for the vocalist. What are you doing? They got a spring reverb for some reason. I mean, it would sound great if they were playing a, a Fender Stratocaster through it, but for a podcast, it doesn't make any fucking sense. They'll, they'll fix that when they remaster it. Don't worry. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> My number 18. So I, I really, like I said, I agreed with a lot of the things they said as well about Zeppelin. I, I like Zeppelin, and I'm aware that they steal their music. I don't give a shit. I can still like it. Yeah. Um, but they're they're saying that if you've seen Zeppelin in concert, they don't have the talent to stop a song. Uh, it, it has nothing to do with being a live performance, trying to give your audience more money or more bang for the buck, I guess. But number, like I said, number 18. And when you hear Led Zeppelin ramble through... Ramble on? Fucking... Four-minute, five-minute songs, but they were do it live, and it works out to be 12 and 15 and 20 minutes because they don't have the talent and the know-how to be able to just end a song. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> that's a really stupid thing to say. That's not how that works at all. <laughs> so uh, with their logic, bands like Fish and Moe are just the worst fucking bands. These guys can't play their instruments worth shit. They just keep playing. What fucking idiots. I, I, Grateful Dead probably falls into that same category. Dude, these... Shitty bands because they don't have the talent to end their songs. All right. Yeah, I don't want to hang out with these guys anymore. <laughs> uh, I got uh, one more example. I. I'm not going to go through all these clips. I just got this one more example of them being super annoying. It's the intro to the Beastie Boys episode. All right. Which number would that be, buddy? All right. Sorry about that. Number seven. Yo, Marky. What up, homie? Yo, Mosley. Yo. Mosley. I'm intergalactic. <laughs> yeah. Intergalactic planet and we don't think you'll get with your uh, I say you and you get smile. I guess you and you get wild. I don't know you get the wild. Yeah. Get with your chicken. Go fuck a chicken. I don't know. He actually says shit like that. Get with your chicken. Yeah, get with your chicken. This is a hardcore punk band. Um, yeah, that was fucking terrible. This was one of those those shows that I've listened to to clip, and it's it's hard episode to clip because they tighten everything up so much, and there's so much going on. But it, there's nothing going on. If that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Anthony, anything else that you wanted to play? Any other clips on here that are important? Nope. No. No. All right. I don't think so. Well, I will say this. Doug sent over a shit ton of tracks, even above and beyond what we talk, what we're talking about for your favorite band sucks. So let's move on from that. I have a quick clip that I want to play. That's a segment on our show known as cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. What we do is we ask listeners if they hear something really cringeworthy in a podcast that they like to listen to, send us over the timestamp. We'll check it out. And we'll play it on the show as the cringe of the week. This one came over from Brandon F. So this is a uh, Brandon found the no sleep podcast. There is nonstop vocal fry on this. I don't know if I'm going to play the whole clip, but this is what this sounds like. As I listened, the noise grew louder. The flat, low hum made way for staccato crests. The boy's tongue vibrating against his teeth as his lips moved uselessly. The sound grew louder, pitching up at intervals. It passed through me, deep into my bones. I could 
feel it traveling up my spine, vibrating my back teeth. All at once, it became a familiar sensation. It was electricity. It was the sound of an electrical current. I could see the child's throat shifting up and down as the sound droned from his mouth. It filled my ears until it became unbearable. And then, only then, did I hear the words hidden within the hum. Rasping, clicking. All right, I have to stop. It goes on for another 30 seconds, but I don't know that you called it. I was almost at the point of no return. Why'd you shut that off? Yeah, I, I don't know that you'd call that vocal fry. I think it's just a, a really annoying thing to do on a podcast. But thank you very much, uh, Brandon, for uh, playing that. Brandon's actually buddies with our friend Seamus McKillian. If I'm thinking of the right Brandon who sent that in. Wow, Seamus has got buddies. That's crazy. Well, he actually hates him and came on the show to trash him quite a bit. Somebody <laughs> sent me over... Oh. Uh, Michelle sent me a note and said, you got to check out this intro music to the nine minute podcast. It's Seamus singing a song and it's very <laughs> quiet and it's, it's buried in the mix. So what I did is, is I pulled it up by uh, quite a few DBs so that we could hear Seamus singing his intro song to his podcast, the nine minute podcast this is great. It's fucking great. I love I, this guy. I do too. I, I am picturing you inside of a, a room that's got a wall of TVs and you're going enhance. And then bring, enhance, bringing it closer. It's the intro, yeah. The nine minute podcast. How many takes did that take, you think? Holy shit. Um, nope, just one. Him, just one. <laughs> one and done. That's good enough. He came walking out of the closet, looked at his retarded girlfriend, and said, nailed it. First take. <laughs> oh, it's great. Doug, I noticed that you sent some clips over from our friend uh, Seamus McKillian. Yeah. Did you did you listen to the episode where he was talking about going to the pumpkin, pumpkin patch with his kid? I did not. All right. So he was just, well, we'll, we'll start with, uh, where are we at here? Number three. Okay. But uh, nonetheless, I find myself disappointed in uh, being a person from Indiana. And today was a prime example of why my disappointment is so supreme. It has to do with the fact that I was at a pumpkin patch uh, just recently. Had to get a pumpkin from my kids. And it's at this place. It's like a farm nope. type of deal. They have uh, rides. They put the kids in like the back of a lawnmower, nope. and they drive you around the corn maze. <laughs> nope. And it's it's definitely a kid friendly type of environment, right? He said he went to a farm and put his kids on the back of a lawnmower where they drove him around the corn maze. Yeah. Nothing ever works that way. None no. of that is true. No. <laughs> and he is so inconsistent in everything that he does, whether it's promoting his twenty seven podcast or. It's just he'll say one thing, and then he'll say the exact opposite in the next sentence. Play nine number one. Now, I am a Hoosier, I guess you'd say. I don't think I'm a Hoosier, but at the same time, I've lived in Indiana most of my life. <laughs> I am a Hoosier. Uh, if you ever fucking call me a Hoosier, I swear to God. 
my number five is him talking about how he's promoting his nine-minute podcast. Here's the deal. Of course, we have our YouTube account, and that's all well and good. But we are also going to be available at Nine Minute Podcast, spelled out N I N E, Minute Podcast, instead of the number nine. And I, I think it's for the best that that's the way it's going to be. Find us on uh, okay. Twitter, Instagram, and all those lovely places at Nine Minute Podcast. That's the number nine Minute Podcast. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> So I don't know if you caught that, but he said it. It's the number nine <laughs> minute podcast. Yeah. You just said it was the opposite of that. And he he said this before. He goes, these guys are making fun of me. Why can't I just change my mind? They say I'm contradicting myself. It's like, no, you're not changing your mind. You're fucking confused. There's a big difference there. <laughs> like, he's. I think he's confused in the same way Chris Benoit was confused in the last minutes of his life. Yes! Um... Again, he's he's very knowledgeable on all things, everything. Uh, number four is him talking about cars. As we're leaving, we're following a Charger. A Charger, right? You've seen those cars. Or not even a Charger. Maybe it's a 300C. Maybe it's a Charger. I don't know. One of those nice square cars. You know what I'm talking about? No. Even though it's a 300C or a fucking Charger, whatever it is, driving your 300C and thinking, oh, man, or Charger, whatever. <laughs> What? <laughs> I like when he gets frustrated with himself. He's like, oh, Charger, whatever. Whatever it is. I don't know. Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> the fucking you... voices in his head are ridiculous. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he, he's arguing, like, telling the voice in his head, I'm trying to do my show when right. you the fuck up. That's what it sounds like. This person is crazy. And, and he does his, of course, he has his weird flex for the episode, my number two time i've lived in indiana most of my life i have lived in other states uh from time to time uh spent some time in virginia you know tennessee michigan I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. oh my god who cares <laughs> <laughs> who could possibly care i saw that he's once again rebranding like chewed gum is now like real chewed or something like that it is. He's doing that to try to lose the tail, man. It's impossible to keep up with him. Yes. I couldn't even find. I couldn't find episodes to listen to. I, I couldn't figure it out. Last I knew, it was Black Rainbow Productions or something, and now it's Trash Can Panda or something. I, right. So, so confused. And I think it was Jody B who was sending me DMs about this and mentioned that the business model for Anchor.fm, his his loan sponsor, is something like three cents per download. They pay the podcaster. So this is what his business model is. It's not to create a show people like and get thousands of people to listen to it. It's to create a thousand shows that one person listens to each of them. He's putting out so many fucking shows every day. None of it's good. And you can't find it anywhere. Oh, it's a weird so model. I, I dropped a note in your in your Discord chat. I don't know if you've seen that or not. but So he's still got his Patreon set up as where it gets billed at the end of the month instead of when you sign up. Yes. Yes. So you had a great I'm, idea. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So I, I was, my, I, my thought was if you could get everybody to sign up for his Patreon yep. and then yep. bail at the last day, right before billing hits, because that might put be enough to push him over the edge. That would be so fucking funny. Finally, he has all these listeners who want to support him. Maybe we could all also send messages like keep up the great work. Can't wait to hear what you got coming up next. And then on November 30th, just, just pull the rug out from underneath him. Mass exodus. Oh my God. I fucking love it. I, it seems like a, a, 
uh, an effort that would have to be highly coordinated. I don't know the people who listen to WATP could pull this off, but I love the idea behind it. I think that's really fucking funny. Because anything I, that I, makes this guy go crazy makes his show better. It makes it better for all of us. I, what I like is the transformation that you went through where when we first came in contact with each other, you yeah. didn't want anything other other than outside your, you know, inside your own little world. You go on, you shit on a podcast, you move on. Yeah. Now you are actively trying to push somebody to suicide. <laughs> you know what happened, Doug? When you and I first met, there there was this thing going on where this person was trying to ruin my life, and I was like, "Oh, I don't like that. I'm going to try to keep on, <laughs> try to keep on the DL." And I don't now care for this, yeah, I'm like, "Oh, this isn't fun." And now I'm putting out new episodes of The Vanished and talking about Marissa some more. But hey, I guess you got to be a uh, patron on Patreon. To hear what that's all about. Like how I work in some plugs from time to time too, Doug. You're not the only one. Do you know where you can find that at? Where is that, buddy? No, I'm asking. Oh, it's it's patreon.com slash you are these podcasts. I thought you were going to actually help me out there for a second. All right. So he was trying. I know. There's there's something you have to keep in mind, Carl. I don't know how it's going to affect you, but we, we got flagged on our Patreon. So we actually have to direct people right to the link. They can't search for it. That, oh, just really? keep that in mind that it might happen to you. Oh, weird. What do you mean you got flagged? Because of the content? Uh, something about our content. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's, that's amazing. All right. At this time, hey, Anthony, uh, stick with us here, buddy. It's time for... This is Opie Radio, and if anyone's been following the show lately, we know what Opie is up to. He is trying to milk everything he can off of the death of his friend Carl Ruiz. He has traveled out to LA to hang out with Guy Fieri and all the people who used to work on Guy's Grocery Games, which is a Food Network show that Carl Ruiz was on as a judge. And so now Opie says, all right, I got to keep this thing going. I used to have Carl help me out by co-hosting and doing all the heavy lifting and carrying the show. Now Carl's death is going to do all the heavy lifting and continue to carry the show. So I don't know if, Doug, I I gave you a heads up that I was going to listen to this episode. If you got a chance to listen to Opie uh, with Guy Fieri at all. Yeah, I, I sent you over a couple clips. I think they start Opie, only yeah. only three of them. But yeah, this, this is the definition of somebody explo- exploiting somebody else's death. That's yes. that's all this is, and it's disgusting, and I love it. I love it, too. It's it's <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. Um, I, I have some clips on here that are hilarious, for, starting off with the fact that they're at Guy's house, and they're all hanging out at Guy's house. I think Guy just made food for everybody, and then they're going to go out to... Uh, some type of bar restaurant where a bunch of people are going to go and they're going to celebrate Carl Ruiz. It's another one of these memorial service types of things that they're doing. And at one point, Guy looks over at Opie and is just like, are, what are you doing? Are you still fucking podcasting? We're all hanging out at my house. Well, what he said was, was awesome. Is there. We're going. Oh, yeah. Are you still podcasting right now? By the way, the amount... I just saw you talking about it. We're influencers. So Guy's just like, and he's not having fun with this. He goes, are, are you guys still podcasting? Come on. We're all trying to get out of here and go to the party. 
So these guys are standing in Guy's kitchen. They continue to podcast, and then this happens. Whoa. We just, wow. we just got, got oscar out of the kitchen. <laughs> Speech went a little, the lights just went off. In I here. think we got to take the hit. Let's go. Uh, all right. Let's, let's, get our, let's get in our Porsche and, uh, and go. So they turn the lights out on these assholes. They're like, Opie, shut it down. We're going now. We're all leaving. He's like, oh, I guess they're being serious. Opie continues to talk to people. And finally, Guy has had enough. And comes over to Opie one last time. Hey, you still podcasting my fucking house? Yeah. Get the fuck out. <laughs> so I don't know how to interpret that. If Guy's having fun with it, it doesn't sound like he is to me at all. Then, then they it transitioned to when it sounded like they were in a banquet hall or, or a bar, as you said, some yeah. sort. But uh, my my Opie one is uh, him talking about him being a complete douchebag. We're going to be doing plenty of drinking and yeah. celebrating <laughs> Carl's life. Yeah, yeah. Damn right. I just wish he was here for it. Uh, yeah. Like he, he, I mean, he, he invited me out to California many times to hang on grocery games and right. hang out with all you guys. And I always put it off like, yeah, yeah, eventually I'll get, I get there. that. So the first time I get, I, I'm out here, it's, it's for this. So what he just said is yep. this guy that was supposed to be my friend invited me and I never, ever came. Now he died. So I'm going to come here and record all these celebrities because yeah. I'm a fucking prick. Well, Plus, it's so sad. I had that clip too. Opie says we're here to celebrate, or his buddy says we're here to celebrate Carl's life. That's why we're all getting together. And Opie goes, "Yeah, but I wish he was here for this." That's not how that fucking works, Opie. And I'm not trying to be <laughs> morbid or, or a douche about this, but that's why you guys are all getting together right now. Like you just said, you were invited to go out there before and you didn't. He's like, "Well, now I'm here because we're mourning his death." And jeez, I really wish he was here for this. Ah, oh, fucking idiot. And then when, when he was talking about, like, he was astonished that uh, the one common denominator in this large group of people is Carl, uh, number two. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, I heard about you through Carl. Yeah. I heard about you through Carl. Yeah. Carl said this about you. And it was always and everything, everything with a lot it's of love. Like, it's like the Kevin Bacon game. But, seven, but, it, but it's Carl, right. But it's Carl. We're all related. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. You're astonished that you you all know the same person at a service in the remembrance of his life. <laughs> hey, how do you know Carl Ruiz? Who's Carl Ruiz? I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was, just, I was just in the neighborhood, and I decided to come over here. I saw lights on. Right... I seen a catering truck outside. I assumed it was a lunch for the homeless. <laughs> right after that happened, they talk about the Kevin Bacon six degrees of separation thing. And there's a guy who comes in with a joke so nice, he has to say it twice. It's like the Kevin Bacon game. But, seven, it, but, it, but it's Carl, right? But it's Carl. We're all related. Instead of bacon, there it is. Instead of bacon, it's a Cuban sandwich. Huh? Instead of bacon, seven degrees, it's a Cuban sandwich. Yeah. Mm, I don't know if that joke was very funny. <laughs> I've only got one more Opie clip, and yeah. that was uh, towards the end when I, I, I'm. I would like to think that he accidentally left the zoomed on the table recording and then accidentally forgot to remove it from the episode number the number three here's my deal here's my deal hold it down boys so here we go here's the last thing i'm going to say dirty p shot caller god he's so he's wanted to forever be that he just didn't want to go to prison so the as you've talked about, you may have mentioned that he used to be a world-famous broadcaster. <laughs> yes, he used to and, be. 
And now his episodes consist of just a bunch of crowd noise for two to three minutes at a time. Oh, when he gets to the party, it's it's so ridiculous. Everybody's there from the Food Network to celebrate this guy's life. And he just wants to get in people's face and talk to them and podcast. It sounds terrible. This is uh, an example of him... You know, they're, they're at this party and they're talking about all the people who are going to be there. I don't know, man. He was, and the way he treated, that's, I mean, you see all the people here. It's like a, well over 100 people and then um, they just opened up another room because they're, they're expecting maybe another 100. Yeah, and it's, he treated. And are they all, are all these people like Food Network people? Yeah, these are all people from the crew. I mean, there's a couple people I don't recognize, but these are all people from the crew of Grocery Games. Wow. So this is funny to me because when... All of the articles came out about Carl passing. None of them mentioned Opie. None of them mentioned <laughs> Opie Radio, Sirius XM. Like, it was only about this. He was on the Food Network. He was friends with Guy Fieri. That's what everything said. Opie did this memorial show for Carl Ruiz in New York at Gebhardt's. And he had Vic and Mike Sappho and a couple other guys. That was it. That was, Sherrod Small was there. It was just those like four or five guys there to talk about. He goes out to LA. There's 200 people that Carl was working with on this Food Network show who all wanted. To... Opie wasn't a part of Carl Ruiz's life the way he likes to think that he was. He had a it's lot more like, going on. Yeah, it's almost like Carl was just a decent guy who was who was nice to Opie, and Opie doesn't realize that he is just a, a grain of salt in this big universe of people that, that like Carl. Doug, Opie doesn't even know how friendship works. He talks to this guy who's, I think, a, a cameraman uh, for the Food Network, and he says this to him. Uh, Rodriguez, get yeah. over here, brother. What's up? Introduce yourself. Anthony. Cameraman for Grocery Games. Anthony Rodriguez, right. DP of Triple right. D and Grocery Games. Let me tell you about Anthony Rodriguez. So we met for the first time today, but... When uh, Carl, uh, you know, died, you reached out to me on Twitter and made sure I was okay. And I, 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 I want to thank you for that. That was amazing because you didn't, you didn't, you don't know me. That's not impressive, Opie. <laughs> Someone tweeting at you is not an important gesture. Uh, I think it is if you're in Opie's world where nobody reaches out to you ever. Yes, that's what I mean. This guy has no friends. People just hate him. One person's like, oh, you okay? He's like, holy shit! Somebody cares about me! Okay, Carl, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna guess that you have your Twitter notifications turned off. I do. I have my Twitter for, Twitter notifications turned off. I promise you that Opie's are turned on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> on three different phones, probably. <laughs> He's doing that thing like the podcast we listened to last week. Where when one person DMs him, it goes off at like five different places. Like, whoa, I'm so popular. This is crazy. Yeah, everything's buzzing. Every, every, everybody's trying to get a hold of yeah. me right now. Oh, shit. Everybody's pinging me right now. It's like, I'm only one guy. Hey. Uh, I love when he brings over this cameraman, Anthony Rodriguez. And Anthony insults Opie immediately without even trying to. Oh, Carl lit up a room. No, he didn't. He made everybody in the room feel like they were better than themselves yeah. you know if he was introducing you he wouldn't say hey, there's my buddy opie he'd say here's opie he's the funniest guy around or he's the greatest radio guy there is <laughs> so he says the thing about carl is that he blew smoke up everybody's ass like opie he would say like you're the best <laughs> he didn't even realize he was insulting opie right there but it's true 
It's 100% accurate. And then Opie goes on to say this right after that statement. I have no I mean, problem saying that he brought my confidence back and made yeah. uh, and made me funny again. And Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. <laughs> Carl Ruiz is a great guy and everybody loves him. I understand that. But he's not a miracle worker. He didn't make you funny, Opie. He was funny on your show, but he didn't make you funny. Yeah, he may he may have made him feel less annoying yes. because somebody was now laughing at what he said or encouraging him. Correct. So this whole thing where it's this never... And when we had Mike Saffo on the show, he said, the rest of the year, Opie Radio is just going to be these Carl Ruiz tributes. And this is all Opie has planned for the next couple months. And then 2020, who knows what he's going to do. So Opie mentions as they're going to the party that this celebration of Carl's life will never end. Um, yeah, we're going to celebrate Carl's life now. This is like the, the trip that never ends. Yeah, it never ends because you keep fucking podcasting about it. You're just supposed to be hanging out with people. This isn't a show. So I know that we may have been pinged a couple times about not being a uh, high-quality production at Who's Right. Yeah. But I, I do like <laughs> to think that we are a true podcast, yeah. whereas I, he is just recording something into a handheld recorder and then puts that out. It it almost bothers me that he calls it a podcast. It should just be called a like the Opie recording. That's it. That's That's the name of it. It's what you do when you're a spook in the CIA or a plant. Like recording people's conversations when you're we're just... going back to some David Allen Co talk there. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean a spy. When I say spook. <laughs> no, when you're recording people's conversations with you when you're just hanging out at places, it's fucking annoying. Nobody likes that. Nobody wants to be recorded and then posted on the internet when they're just having a conversation with somebody at a banquet hall. And a celebration of life. Like, right. can you? So, do you remember the uh, when Home Alone came out? They had them talk boys that looked like the little recorders. Yes. I had a little a little cousin that used to run around with that fucking thing. <laughs> and can can you imagine, like, at my grandma my grandma's funeral or after the funeral when we're sitting there getting our ham sandwiches or whatever, and that little fucking douchebag runs up and is like, "How you feeling, Uncle Doug? Get the fuck out of here, you yeah. piece of shit." And you would think that if you are going to walk around and record every conversation, you must have a dynamite personality. You must get great conversations going with people. Opie walks over to the producer of Guy's Grocery Games for the Food Network and says, Hey, you're the guy who thinks I'm awesome. You yeah. really believed in me and Carl's chemistry. You were like, holy shit, you guys well, really, you were, I should say were, unfortunately, but you said you guys are onto something. Well, because, you know, because as... What are you supposed to do with that? Opie walks over to this guy and goes, Hey, you're the producer of uh, of his show. You're the one who said I was really good. And then just let some talk. Like, go, did you want to elaborate on that at all for my show? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with this guy? So Opie's talking about the fact that Carl would say so many things that were hilarious or informative. And that's why he never used to edit his podcast. The funny thing is, I told a lot of people that I don't really edit the podcast, but yeah. the reason I didn't edit the podcast was because he made it so easy. There was there was never anything really to take out of the damn thing. What, what, what? How many examples <laughs> have I played on my show of things he should have taken out of his podcast? 
He's walking down the street with people and dogs are barking and sirens are blaring. It's like, there's so much shit to take out of your podcast, Opie. You're just lazy. I, I, I'm sure you've, I know you've touched on this. It, it's really just about him being narcissistic, thinking yes. that anything he is involved in, even his day-to-day life, he thinks that's interesting to the rest of the world. It's true. He does think he's a celebrity and that people give a shit. Regardless of all of the evidence that nobody does and no one knows who he is anymore, <laughs> he still continues to think that. I just have a couple more clips on here. This is very telling. Opie doesn't know what the future of Opie Radio is. It sucks. And it's hit, I know it's hit you hard, too. Yeah, it sure has. Things. Yeah. No, I, uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't even know what to do with myself because... Opie doesn't know what to do with himself because Carl was his show. Carl still is his show. And at some point, everyone else is going to get tired of talking about Carl. And what's Opie going to do when that happens? I fast forward to May of 2020. Is he going to be on there with Vic Henley talking about, remember when Carl used to come down to Gebhardt's and we would, what is he going to do now? I So I liken it to, Anybody that has a friend on Facebook where, say their spouse dies unexpectedly, yeah, they yeah. get a an, out, a, a, a an outpouring like you wouldn't believe. And then a month later, it's, you know, it, it's been a month and I still miss her or whatever. And they get like about half the outpouring. But then it just keeps going on. You know, it's been 72 days and I still can't figure out what to do with my life. It's been a year and a half. And yeah. it's like you, you, you've drained it. It's, it's no more. It's time to bank somebody else and, right. and try to re-up. <laughs> right. Like, we're not here with you. We're not, we're not here to support that anymore. We want you to move on. Like, Opie, we, want, we all want you to move on. You need to find a new co-host. And guess what? I think he might have found one. While he's at this get-together, he runs into George Ruiz, which is Carl's brother. He's a cardiologist. And <laughs> Opie says... I, I, have to, I have to assume there's going to be a pitch coming up. Yep. <laughs> Opie says this to George. And uh, we were at Gephardt's, the place I like to podcast. Uh, and I, I hope you make it there. Uh, next time you're in New York, you look me up. Yeah. We'll go have a beer there. I would love that. Of course you would. He's like, hey, George, you got to come to meet me at Gephardt's. Can I call you Carl? Is that cool? I mean, I don't know. Is that weird? Is that, <laughs> is that a big deal if you just come to Gephardt's that we shoot the shit? I really don't care if I, if I, what I call you your first name, but I'm just going to refer to you as Ruiz. Is yeah. That okay? can, can I just say that you're Ruizing and maybe use that <laughs> hashtag? I, I don't know. Is that cool? <laughs> Have your blessing on that. Opie, there's a tell here that I want to point out. A lot of times when people say what other people are thinking, it's because that's what they think. I shouldn't say a lot of times, all the time. When you say that, you know, people, some people think this. It's like, no, that's what you think, asshole. You're projecting that on other people. Here's Opie's tell. That's what made him so unique. That's why so many people are here to honor him. And they really know him. They do. They're not just here like, oh, there's a party. And, uh, you know, I can hang with Guy uh, Fieri and everybody from the Food Network. They're like, no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Opie, these people all work with Guy at the Food Network. They're there because they liked Carl Ruiz. And Opie's like, you know, a lot of people are just star fuckers, but not these folks. That's you. I really want, I really want to play poker with him. I think that would be a good <laughs> Yes. Joy. It'd be so easy. You're the star fucker, Opie. Not everybody else. All right. That's all I got for Opie. This is really turning into a weird 
twist on Opie Radio, and I, I feel bad about it because I like Kyle Ruiz, and I like Mike Sappho, and it's just bizarre that this is what Opie has turned into. Trying to milk this. He's selling merchandise. He's putting out every show. Anywhere he goes and has a conversation about Carl Ruiz, it's, it's a fucking podcast now. He's so, he is, that's the only word that comes to mind is he's gross. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of gross. All right, Doug, I noticed that you also sent me over some other clips of another famous podcaster that we might want to talk about. Anthony, you yeah, still but- there, buddy? Are we, are we keeping your interest on this? Oh yeah, I'm 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 here. I'm engaged. I'm just trying not to interrupt. I appreciate it. All right, cool. <laughs> I appreciate you not trying to interrupt uh, your guest spot. Right. Um, that so cough the- that cough button is killing it on this episode. I got to tell you. Yeah. So, uh, did you listen to the newest episode of the Stuttering John podcast? No, I don't hate myself. <laughs> the fuck? Why the fuck did I? I don't know. I didn't tell you to. So let me tell you what you missed. You missed Stuttering John having a guest comedian on who is also a stutterer. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, so I, I think I've got quite a few clips here. I'm just going to plow through them real quick. But uh, the, my first clip, the number one, if, if you can try to, like, cinema of the mind this, I assume that when it's done, there's just a puddle of saliva coating everything. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I don't even want to hit play on this. <laughs> All right, here we go. Although, although, let me just say this, Royce. When we had our little tiff, you texted me that you could drop people real quick and not care, not give a, give a shit about it. <laughs> Try me. Yeah, and then I texted back, well, that sucks. I thought we had a good friendship here. As I heard that, I was thinking about, I think maybe it was Airplane or something. I don't remember the movie, but when the guy's drinking water and it's just pouring out of his mouth. Yeah, right. That's what it sounds like. Uh, So his guest is Nina G. Like I said, she's a stuttering comedian. Great. I don't know why she attaches the word comedian to her because through the whole interview, she never once said anything funny. (laughs) And when he would try to make a joke, uh, we'll we'll get to that. But uh, number two is him introducing his guest and how good he is. All the time he spent with Howard Stern, how much he learned as a host on how to transition into bringing your guest on. Certain fights. We are getting <laughs> surrounded with fires here. Now we just found out there's one in Northridge, which is close to you. Yeah. And uh, But uh, our guest today is Nina G. She's a stuttering comedian. <laughs> <laughs> the world is burning around us. It's Armageddon. Hey, our guest today is... What the fuck? <laughs> that was fucking smooth. <laughs> um... So he he's he's just bringing her on, and she's talking. He's trying to lighten up the mood a little bit, and he drops a joke on her. Completely misses number three. Okay, I'm good. How are you doing? I hear you're in the midst of the fires. Jesus, um, I'm not really in the midst of them. I'm more in the midst of the blackout. Okay, well, so, I was. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I, I experienced blackout last night. But okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, um, I didn't have power from... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That that hurt. (laughs) It's the lowest hanging fruit possible. It's like, John, if you think that in your head quickly, it's because everybody already beat you to it. Don't say it out loud, you fucking idiot. You're not funny. But at least he knew where... He was supposed to tell her where to laugh when he said, okay, go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I, I got to see John stand up. Someone's got to film John stand up comedy. I want to know what kind of jokes he's got going on. Uh, this is uh, uh, him doing again, more of his great interviewing skills, figuring out like how to keep the conversation going. Number four. 
So. Okay, but so you have your power back now. Yes. How were you charging? Yes, I've doing watch. How were you charging your phone if you didn't have power? Um, I would do it somewhere else, and also in the car. Okay, okay, Nina. Now, how so old are you? Very, I what am forty-six. F- what the fuck kind of questioning is this? <laughs> <laughs> Was she brought into a police station somewhere? Tell us how you were charging your phone. Okay, how old are you? Social security number, please. I wasn't even looking at it from that angle. It's like he is stumped. If his power goes out and his battery dies, he's just going to sit there and watch it die, not think through, like, <laughs> I have a car and I can charge it there, or I can just get in my car, go somewhere else and charge it. You know, there's power other I, places than just your house. I dated a girl once, and her she went somewhere, and her phone uh, drained. And I said, well, why don't you turn it off when you went to bed? She's, oh, would that have helped? Yes. <laughs> yes. If you turn off your and phone, it doesn't drain the charge on it. You fucking moron. It, 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 I'm glad to hear that she's better at making jingles than she is at charging uh, electronics. <laughs> yeah, well, this wasn't uh, Jen from the Jingles Department, but uh, uh, do understand. So, you know, you were, you were talking about Opie and, and, you know, how his conversation is pretty much just, no matter who he's talking to, it's really just, how do you feel about me? Yes, um, right. Number five is John doing something similar. And by the way, that that is a trait of someone who is just interested in life. They want to learn as much as they can about what people think about them. Before we get started, I need my ego massage. I hear that there's a page in your book, Sutter Interrupted, the comedian almost didn't happen. There's a page in there yeah. uh, honoring moi. Please, please, please wax poetic about this page. Thank you. Oh my God. Jesus. That's Christ. uncomfortable. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with this? Wait, hold on a second. I know that people call me out because they're like, this guy, Seamus, might not have all of his faculties and it's probably not cool that you're making fun of him. Should I feel this way about John? Too? Is he retarded? Is this a retarded man? Does it matter? I... No, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't care either way. It's on the internet. <laughs> Makes it free game. So if he's not retarded, he is oblivious. That number eleven is is more of that, I think. Thank you very much, Nina. This is uh this is a very touching moment, and I am very happy that I was able to uh, do that for my fellow stutterers. And just so you know, Nina, I was the keynote speaker at the National Stuttering Association convention in Chicago because yeah. because I mentor um, stuttering children and adults all across this wonderful country of ours. Thank you. Oh, this 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 guy's fucking humble brags are the worst I've ever heard in my life. Um, I was so the, the keynote speaker at Retarded Podcaster Convention. <laughs> uh, there's this convention called uh, Zero Downloads. They brought me in as the keynote on it. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, Here, let's you... go through. I've got some slides for you to look at. <laughs> So what was really the meat and potatoes of this is the, is the rest of my clips is so it started out. It's not really going to make any sense, but if you play my number six is it's, I, I picked up that it seemed like she only stuttered when she said the word stutter. Me or uh, are we on the air now? Or yes. do you want like a preview of what I'm okay. Okay. No. So you, you are a stuttering icon, right? Like, thank you. Like you are Oh, Jesus, stuttering openly, because there is this thing that this is so, okay. I, I mean, there's a lot 
So she she can put together several sentences, yeah. and then she only stutters when she says the word stutter. So my thought was like, just just quit fucking saying that word, and you don't have that affliction anymore. <laughs> right. And you won't have the reason to say it either, so it all works out. But she later proved me wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so num- go to number seven. Like, also, like, I was thinking about this last night. You know, I'm, I'm a very sensitive person. And um, and I was thinking about this last night. And I was like, I started to, like, tear up because, like, this is a, 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 a special thing for me to talk to you and to. Imagine. Okay. So there, there's so many things to unpack in this one. Yeah. The, the fact is, this is three minutes into the interview, and this comedian is crying. Yep. The, the... <laughs> It's always good. It's always a good appearance. <laughs> the second thing is, can you imagine being married to this person where it's not just you have to deal with her crying, you have to try to not laugh when she's crying. Because <laughs> of the and you know that you know the cry is going to last three times as long as a normal person because it, it's repeating. <laughs> I've seen Bill Burr on Joe Rogan. Never once does he start to cry. If you're a comedian... Your only job is to be funny. That's the only thing you should be doing on a show. Especially to get teary-eyed over talking to John Melendez. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, number eight is, it's just because it's funny. Or they killed themselves. Um, and, uh, and, you know, p- 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 Porky Pig was the best thing we had. Oh, that my God. <laughs> <laughs> she did not just stutter at Porky Pig. That was fucking classic. <laughs> so does, does Howard Stern know about this woman? She could have a career. So that, that was one of the clips that I pulled, and I'm like, how am I going to get this into the conversation? You know what? It doesn't matter. It I'll doesn't just matter. It, and it'll, be, it'll be funny. <laughs> That's great. Um, Holy shit! I, I think the the last of them are, are along the same lines. Number nine. It, so my for, my note is just I couldn't not clip this. So for me, like that was the first time I saw someone really stutter for stutter for reels on TV, and it made this big impression on me. I- oh my god! Sound like a imagine banging somebody that sounds like a car with a bad battery <laughs> can i, can I point rawr, something rawr, out rawr. real quick this is hilarious and this is why stuttering john has a career because he talks like this and howard said i'm gonna put that guy on the radio that's fucking funny so john is not understanding how any of this works he has this woman on who's hilarious but they're talking about serious issues and they're trying to work through it together we should all just be goofing on this woman this is great this is gold <laughs> What you need to try to do is connect her to Opie, and that's the next, uh, his yes. next Yes, that's perfect. Although, <laughs> this woman is funny on her own. Opie would ruin it, for sure. All right, let's keep uh, hitting these tracks. Yeah, uh, number 10 is, like I said, she only stutters. I thought she only stuttered on the word stuttering. And then, uh, of course, she has to join the National Stuttering Association. In addition to finding the National Stuttering Project, which eventually turned into the National Stuttering Association. So I I can imagine that conversation if it was me and I had that affliction where I only stutter on the word stutter. Somebody said, Doug, we'd like you to join this. What's the name of it? National Stuttering (laughs) Association. I'll pass. (laughs) (laughs) We just need you to promote our association wherever you go. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to do that. There's only so many hours of a day. Just speak naturally. 
Doug, uh, how long it, how long was this episode? It had to be five hours. So once it got into the uh, uh, the stuttering, I just felt like I had to clip every time she talked. I can't help it. <laughs> I, I agree. You're doing the right thing here. Um, and then this this wraps it up for me. My number twelve is the before. So if you take a sentence of a stutter uh, and just play it. And I wanted to ask you, could you differentiate when someone was looking at you weird because of the stutter or because of the question? And then if if you were to just take the time in post and want to make it a consistent show or a show that made some sense, my number 13 is taking out a little bit of her stutter and just putting together a sentence. And I wanted to ask you, could you differentiate when someone was looking at you weird because of the shutter or because of the question? See, you can make her sound bangable. Doug, what you just did there is what I have to do with Croge on every single episode. That he's, <laughs> I know how much work that takes. That's well done, buddy. That's fucking spot on. Okay. Well, that's fun. Thank you for doing that, Doug. That's... I have never been the person who did the least amount of work for this show. And so I want to thank both of you guys, Doug and Anthony from Who's Right, the Who's Right podcast. Thanks so much for coming on and doing the heavy lifting this week. Hey, thanks uh, thank for, you having for having us. This, is, this has been a lot of fun. And I, I want to get plugs in for your show. But first, we have to do everybody's favorite part of the show. I know. I don't want to do it either, but it's everyone's favorite. The That's right. Next week, we'll be back with a brand new episode of Who Are These Podcasts? And we'll be reviewing a new show, one that we haven't even talked about yet. Can you believe there's more podcasts out there, ones that we haven't even discussed yet? Feels like we've, we've hit them all. You got me on the edge of my seat on both sides. That's what I do. That's what I'm good at. And by the way, Doug's out the toilet right now. So this is a clip from the show that we'll be reviewing on next week's WATP. Welcome to the Backpacking Light Podcast, where we discuss the philosophy and skills of traveling light so you can experience the outdoors with more comfort, (laughs) more safety, and more enjoyment. I'm Ryan Jordan. And I'm Andrew Marshall. And we are your hosts on this lifelong journey of doing more with less as we venture into wild places and empty spaces. Look for me in the mountain. Oh my God! This is the Backpacking Light Podcast, a suggestion that came in from Chris Wargo back in November of 2018, and we're getting caught up on some of these old requests, so very excited to talk about these guys who talk about how to go backpacking, but backpack light so that you can travel further. (laughs) Look, you just you just did the whole podcast right there in that one sentence. I think so. Uh, so please, please tell me that it, Kaya is your guest host. <laughs> it's not Kaya. God um, damn it. <laughs> the, the person that is penciled in is somewhat of a celebrity. So we'll see if uh, it actually right. happens or not. All right. I, uh, I assume that if I was forced to listen to that and clip it and everything, that, yeah. that would have been one of them where I would have just bailed and said, yeah, I came on and I don't have anything. Yeah. Um, I sent you or... a, a thumb drive. 
I sent you f- that one time, like I sent you four random clips and on the fly said, yeah. I made a game. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even anything to do with the, with the show. <laughs> oh, it's going to be tough. So I think that the people who are listening to this show right now should check out Who's Right and what's going on over at Who's Right these days, fellas. That's it. About sums it up. <laughs> All right. The Who's Right podcast, which is two thirds of this show right now that you're hearing. You know, the two thirds that hasn't been as entertaining or fun, but still, two thirds of this show is Who's you Right. Know, I I think that we should get a redemption episode. You should you should go ahead and re- review one of our newer shows. No, no, we don't want that. No, no I, 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 Anthony, I, don't I was just saying that. I, that Anthony, be, I agree. I think it's gotten worse. <laughs> I agree, Anthony. And Kaya has asked for that for the official podcast as well. I think we need to go back and revisit some of these shows and see how much they've improved based on our amazing consultation that we've provided Uh to to you and your show. All right. Well, please join us again next week because it might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Mm. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. That's why today will not be a great show. This dude is fucking corny. Bullshit. Well, that's retarded. What are y'all talking about? Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? It's boring as shit. Uh, You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. I got to run through voicemails quickly. The Isotopes performing at Three Heads tonight. We're playing all of Ween's Chocolate and Cheese. Anthony, I know you're a music fan. Are you familiar with Ween at all? Uh, push the little daisies and make them pop up or whatever. That's all I know about Ween. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good song. No. Um, and that came out before the album that we'll be performing tonight. But uh, all right, cool. Let's uh, listen to some people. This is a voicemail from two weeks ago that I saved just for you guys. Hey, Carl. This message is to Doug from the Who's Right podcast. I'm calling to respond to the ongoing saga about his show uh, being behind a paywall now. Okay, so here it goes. Doug, you fucking retard. Your show sucks ass. Why the fuck are you locking it behind a dollar a fucking month? I heard your stupid ass. You know, we put more prep work into it. Shut the fuck up. What extra prep work? Do you actually have Anthony read the article before he talks about it for an hour? (laughs) <laughs> Carl here is the king of prep work and his show stayed free except for the Patreon but that's not the point <laughs> that's he not puts the point. out quality content regularly so I'm going to donate to his Patreon so I can see his episodes or I mean listen, whatever oh, it's a dollar a month well so is Anthony's mom and I can have way more fun with her Oof. Hope you're All right, I'm not going to respond well. to that on this episode, I'm going to call your voicemail to respond okay, perfect <laughs> I'll keep that on the board in case I need to cross-reference it in the future. Oh, shit. All right. This is a guy from Australia who claims to be a bigger fan than Reese the Beast. 
Hey, what's going on, Carl, and whoever your co-host is this week? I'm going to hope it's Croge, because Croge is an absolute unit. Uh, I just wanted to say two things. You had a bloke call in last week. His name was Reese the Beast, and he claimed to be your biggest fan from Australia. Yeah, no, that's, that's not true. It's definitely me. Um, also wanted to say, you have a chick calling in, maybe a prepubescent boy. You don't really care which one of the two they are. Um, if you could just release their phone number, you know, just, just maybe I'll have a quick chat with them, see what's going on. Yeah, don't okay. really care. That's kind of nice. Um, yeah, that's about it. Bloody Zygen, and uh, call me back. Okay. That sounds like a good idea. I can release uh, Vic's phone number for everybody to give her a call. I don't, I don't know. I don't think that's a problem for anyone, right? I'm uh, all right with it. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> this is uh, someone who doesn't think our show is worth five bucks. Hey, Carl. Hey, I was uh, you know, looking at your price of my own. You, you, know, you want five bucks a month to hear the bonus episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> pricing model's a little. Uh, little off i mean christ compound media is like 10 bucks a month i don't even look at it because it's just worth it so many shows you know amazon prime's like 10 bucks a month you know and you know netflix is only like 12 or 13 bucks a month but you want me to pay five dollars a month for one episode where you're going to talk about stuttering john let me guess <laughs> yeah. john stuttered said some <laughs> dumb shit and um threatened to uh, sue you yeah and let me guess, Seamus is um, still boring and stupid. You know, uh, feel like you're, uh, feel like you're kind of butt fucking us, Carl. Fuck you! you know, if you could <laughs> a quarter, you know, for that one extra bonus episode, I'd be on board. I think that's about your price and model. Your price point should be about a quarter. All right, let me point something out here. If I made it a quarter, I wouldn't make any fucking money. I don't have enough listeners. I'm not Netflix, all right? I'm not an international <laughs> sensation. Five bucks is so that there's actually money coming in. So can you just... It's five fucking dollars. Holy shit. Is that, what are we talking about here? Why Why do people like that call? I mean, what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. They're, they're trying to negotiate a price with me. It's not going to happen. It's five bucks. You, That's it. You know what you should do when they try to negotiate? Now it's $10, fucker. Yeah, now it's 10 And you know what? That episode that I make once a month, I'm going to cut it in half. It's right. going to cut up mid-sentence. <laughs> right. Fuck yourself. If you want uh, the other half, you got to bump up to the $40 tier. <laughs> shit. So this guy calls back immediately, realizing that his last voicemail just sucked. <laughs> hey, Carl. Hey, you ever leave a message for somebody and just realize that you said a bunch of rambling words that meant nothing and were uninteresting? Yeah. You never wish you could take them back, but you cannot go in and edit it out? Hey, Carl. I just I'm going to do it twice. <laughs> uh, oh, boy, the message I left 15 seconds ago started off good, and then by the end, it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't even think it started out good. I just think it sucked. <laughs> Here's a message for Anthony and Doug. Oh, boy. Doug, Anthony, I heard you'd both be on the show. Just wanted to reiterate, Anthony, stop raping children, you pineapple faggot. Doug? No. So who cares if you're fat and you have a small penis and you've probably never driven through Gary, Indiana? You're still okay in my book. I also heard you tried to kill yourself some years back, and I just want to say, man, like, all jokes aside, don't kill yourself, okay? The depression you're feeling is, isn't bad. It's, it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. 
Don't do it, man. It'll get easier. Trust me. <sighs> Fuck. If I was standing on the chair um, and this the was the hand. guy that was tasked with talking me down. <laughs> God. <laughs> Fucking no, Snorefest. So if you could just hop back up on that stool. Yeah, I'll, I'll help you with the uh, noose around your chin. And, uh, you know, second time's a charm. Call me back. Yeah, it took a while to get there, but he did come back around and, and did tell you to kill yourself. So that's why uh, I, I, that's why I pulled it. He should have just jumped to that. Yes, or... I agree. 2020, man. You can look back and be like, ah, that guy's call should have been better. Or I should have killed myself. There's a lot of things you look at when you look back at it. <laughs> All right, here's, uh, here's a would you rather for Seamus. Question, Carl. <clears throat> if Seamus played who... Would you rather? <laughs> what would you rather? What would you rather? Okay. Suck a dick or drive through Gary, Indiana. What do you think he would choose? <laughs> oh, well, sucking a dick all day. For sure? Oh, 100%. 100%. That's not even a, that's not even a real would you rather. Because I would not. Because you just suck so much I would just suck a dick and just rather do it. So I'm on Patreon now, and there's a lot of people who don't like Patreon because it censors what you can and cannot say. It kicks people off for saying certain things. So there's an alternative thing that people want me to get on. Hey, Carl, why are you such a fucking asshole that you're not on New Project 2? You went to fucking Patreon? Come on. What the fuck? All right. <laughs> that, that was it. Not, I mean, not, not going to explain what it is or I mean. So New, New Project 2 is a competitor to Patreon that Dick Masterson created. And I think Dick's going to be on the show sometime this month. I'll talk to him about it. Maybe we can get set up over there. I just, I don't know how you guys feel now that you're on Patreon. Do you guys use Libsyn for your syndication? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I just went through this for the first time this, this past week where I usually put everything into Libsyn and then it just kind of goes everywhere. And now I have to put this episode and put it into Patreon. And then if I'm in new project two, I got to upload it over there. It's just, it's just a lot more work. It's just more things that I have to do. I don't want to do that. <laughs> it sounds like you need to up your, your tier. Yeah. That ain't going to solve anything, but <laughs> if, if it's more work, then you should get paid more money. I think that's how it works. I need people yes. to do this for me for free is what I'm saying. <laughs> Why is it so difficult to have slave labor? Why is this a problem in 2019? <laughs> All right. Here's a suggestion for Doug and Anthony. Hey, Carl, or hopefully Doug and Anthony, since you guys are hosting this week's podcast. I just have some feedback about your actual podcast. Who's right? I've been watching some of your videos, and I'm probably one of the only 20 people that actually do. And I know you guys are boomers and all, but... You don't have to use the timeline to skip forwards or backwards when watching a video. You can press the left button or the right button on your keyboard to skip forwards or backwards five seconds. Please do that. It's so much better. Um, and also, whoever's listening to this first, I don't really give a damn. Just please let Doug and Anthony edit the show. Or if they're not doing it, just leave in all the pauses. I want this to be authentic. Who's right? Oh, thanks for coming back. <laughs> thanks, buddy. <laughs> That's funny. There's a guy who hates Digibro and Justin Brown, a couple of guys who have co-hosted this show with us. Two things, Carl. Uh, I'm here in Maryland, and it's still raining. Oh, weird. Okay. Bullshit. Another thing, I was binge listening to 
previous episodes and Digibro, ugh, fucking horrible. I, I, I just, I can't take it. Horrible. Only him and Justin Brown have been awful guest hosts. Justin Brown was, ugh, I'm not sure he's a really good comedian. Not good. He's come back to uh, Stuttering John for uh, wanting to get a, uh, a lawsuit going was, such a douche. <laughs> yeah, you just douche. Fucking sucks. All right, don't call me back. In Justin Brown's defense, he wasn't well prepared for that. He doesn't listen to the show. He didn't know we'd be talking about Cedric John. And if you just pulled me up the street and said, "Hey, Cedric John's saying this," I'd be like, "Yeah, what a fucking douche." I, I don't know. All right. Justin, Justin received a lot of hate. I don't oh. remember him being that bad. I don't remember him being that bad either. Then I read Reddit the next day. I was like, holy shit. People hate this guy. <laughs> Got to distance myself from this guy. Holy shit. <laughs> you know, you did really good, but I'm never going to have you on again. You're a piece of shit. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. I just deleted you out of my phone. See ya. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is about Seamus sucking dicks. Hey, Carl. I'm actually calling about. Todd McShamus. I used to be an employer of his, but we had to let him go. Customers were complaining about him. Uh, how do I put this? A bit too toothy? <laughs> if you're looking for side gig, call me back. All right. Fucking Seamus, man. That little laugh at the end made the whole joke. That was it, great. It really did. This call just came in today, and I pulled it into the board last minute. Um, so let's see what's going on with this. Hey, Carl. I just wanted to tell you that uh, listening to your last episode, you finally inspired me to commit suicide after listening to that Canadian bimbo's, the thing that she called stand-up. That mm. shit made me so infuriated frustrated and confused, bewildered that I, I just can't take it anymore. So thanks, man. I really do appreciate it. Uh, keep up the good work. Maybe you can get in a couple more in your kill count. Uh, I'm working on it. You can't call me back. So see ya. You know, it's not a good strategy of mine to play, have shows where people want to kill themselves because they cannot continue to contribute to Patreon. Right. If that's the case. Although, you can run up as much credit card debt as you want, and when you die. <laughs> so go ahead and just, like, subscribe for thousands of dollars on Patreon. Yes. Because I will get that money, and I, I would appreciate that. All right. <laughs> Thank you again. Uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. It's been a long yeah. one. Yeah, that was fun. Cool. Well, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Anthony, Doug, always good to talk to you. Thanks so much for pulling all this shit together. This was great. And yeah, I just wanted to say the show was produced really well today. It was, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> your, board, your board work was phenomenal. Yeah. 